0: Yeah. We're at ninety-one point one FM, ninety point one FM in the Catskills. On the web, it's jmtheam.org. Piamenta, Shedemati from the Pioneers for a Cure CD. You heard Yosef Karduner and Shalom Aleichem. Lenny Solomon and Company. A Shabbat in Liverpool with that Shalom Aleichem. Shal from Raza de Shabbos with Mugain Avos, Ben schenker's Shenker's Lo and of course Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Friday on this June 14th. Happy birthday, Mark Zamek. Anybody who sees Mark today, you make sure to wish him a very happy birthday. Sixth day in the month of Tammuz, the year 5773. and Gimel. It's Erev Shabbos, Parshas Chukas. With candle lighting time at 8.09 on this Erev Shabbos. Many synagogues begin earlier. Make sure you know when things start where you are. 8.09, the official start. On this era of Shabbos, Sunday is Father's Day. We say Mazal Tov to all the dads and grads out there during this season. 54 degrees outside, 86% humidity. Winds in north at 17 miles an hour. Showers today with a high 73. I don't think it'll be as dominant as it was late last night. My gosh, talk about a deluge. Um, Showers early tonight with a low of 60. Tomorrow partly cloudy, a high temperature. 79 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim, Tel Aviv, Haifa, all at 81, a lot at 91.1. We're at 54 in Jersey City, as we say good morning at JM&AM. Father's Day looks like uh, isolated thunderstorms in 77. So hopefully we'll make it through today with some good weather. And maybe avoid those isolated thunderstorms. Weekly update coming up later on, 7.40 this morning, Eastern Time. You'll hear me discuss with Malcolm Holmline some of the events of this week as we go through the current events and talk about this crazy world of ours. Rabbi Uten at 8.15, I want to thank Mayor Furtig in advance. Mayor Furtig heard that I, uh, of course, have to be and want to be at the uh, second grade presentation today at Manhattan Day School, which begins in the 9 o'clock hour. And he heard that. He said he's coming in to make sure there's somebody here before 9 a.m. to take over for me when I have to leave. So a big thank you in advance to Mayor Furtick, who will be wrapping up the show later on. And um, speaking about wrapping up the show, after we do wrap up the show, Naomi Nachman is going to be on with Table for Two. Big thank you to our friends at Gourmet Glot out in Cedarhurst. Today she speaks with Daniel Gordon, host of the Thursday Night Stun Show. He will explain how the men's cook-off competition this Sunday night will be played out. We alluded to this yesterday, even though I wasn't supposed to, uh, and I apologize for that. But <laughs> but she and he, meaning uh, Naomi and Daniel, will explain how the men's cook-off competition, which includes people from our network, from our amazing JM and the AM family, Uh, We'll work this coming Sunday night and when you'll be able to hear it and see it later this week. It should be interesting. She'll also speak to pitmaster and award-winning chef Ari White. He'll give us a rundown on how the Long Island Barbecue Competition went. He was first place in the brisket division. (laughs) The brisket, I like that. He'll also uh, talk about his pop-up barbecue restaurant and where it'll be this Sunday on Father's Day. That's coming up between 9 and 10 with Naomi Nachman at 10 o'clock. Big thank you to our friends at Kedem as we present an amazing 10-plus hours of an Erev Shabbos music mix, which is which is ideally, the way the way it's being portrayed, I should say, the best way to prepare for Shabbos. An amazing music mix every Erev Shabbos from 10 a.m. until candlelighting time. Make sure you're tuned in at jmnam.org or nachomsegel.com and enjoying that amazing stretch of Erev Shabbos selections it is a, it is a good one to say the least and uh, don't forget tomorrow night I've rummy with a brand new edition of Saturday night sequel starting at 10 p.m. eastern time on the stream matis will continue the discussion about the men's cook-off competition uh this coming sunday on jm sunday between 7 and 9 a.m. there's a lot happening a lot going on make sure to um uh, be tuned in constantly to org. And, of course, to JM in the AM. I want to congratulate PC Guy. And if you look at my page on the Facebook, you'll know exactly what I mean. PC Guy has been recognized by the Jerusalem Post in a really nice article. Again, if you go, oh, and I see Miriam Wallach has also uh, posted it. If you go to one of our pages on Facebook, you will see an article uh, which uh, features the PC Guy. Our wonderful friend and somebody who is uh, so priceless to us, not just when we're in Israel and working there, where he, uh, in advance, does so much work before we get there, uh, but also when we're in the United States. I had a crisis earlier this week here with this PC. Who do I call first? The guy who's 6,000 miles away. It's pretty amazing. So uh, you'll see that article about PC guy. Go to my uh, profile page on Facebook, and you'll see exactly... What I mean. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. JM in the AM Friday. Plenty more coming up. Keep it here at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. (laughs)
1: shenos an menur I'm not I We're all JM in
2: the in
0: JM and the AM, Friday morning, ninety one point one FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, org. On this Friday, we say happy Father's Day to all the dads out there as we get ready for Sunday. Erev Shabbos Parshas Chukas today with candle lighting time at 8.09. Many synagogues begin earlier. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Sherwood Goffin at Kel You heard Ohad. With Shir Har Parnassah, Daskal, and Shifchi, Shamayim Hatshma Yisrael, Sholi, who we spoke about yesterday in the third hour of our show. With Sha, Shalom Shalom, Dov Avin, with Baruch Kel Elyon. Showers today with a high 73. Showers early tonight, low 60, and then partly cloudy for Shabbos with a high temperature of 79 degrees. Special hello to those of you listening around the world at jmnam.org, nachomsegal.com, with the iPhone app, the Android app, our listen line on the telephone, whatever method you're using to listen in, we greatly appreciate it. So we continue to get reaction from so many different places every single day. Reminder, we have amazing programming over the weekend, including Saturday Night Segal with Avrami tomorrow night, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmnam.org. Matthis hosts JM Sunday this coming Sunday. He will continue what Naomi Nachman is going to start coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. And that's a discussion about the men's cookoff competition, which happens this coming Sunday night and includes four members of the JM and the AM team. Uh, we'll give you details on how you could watch and listen to that competition next week. Um next week but it takes place it'll be recorded and competed this coming sunday night in brooklyn new york and we are very much looking forward to it i can tell you that much so mantis will continue the discussion about that on jam sunday between seven and nine eastern time do we have a jam in the am every day of the week we do sunday through friday hey e. Arye kunzler visits us this wednesday at jam in the am e. Arye kunzler who's in the uh bell harbor concert he's part of the uh, folks that are going to be helping to raise money for bell harbor still suffering from Superstorm sandy arye kunstler with live music in our studio this coming wednesday right here at jm and the am it's america's one and only jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored wfmu east orange wmfu mount hope rockland county at ninety one point nine fm and around the world in the web jm and dot o-r-g golly it's all in the background to we'll our news from israel coming up Reminder: The twentieth yard side of our Rav David Lifshitz is marked this coming Sunday with a uh, an AskaRa at Yeshiva University in the official base Medrash up at Yeshiva University. The program starts at nine thirty this coming. Sunday morning, Galei Tsal Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday next.
3: Bok your toe from Jamia. Galei Tsal Hashash Taim, kamehud graf im mashikorayach shav. Shaul Ganon, meyased haBar Noar vehechasud aravii bemiskiret hakirat aretzach machish kol kesher parasha Katabtenu Sharon Pulver, shamaot olifneizman kazar im shichroro lemaatzar ba'it.
4: Bokesh lagit. Shadoali sheb'ezman shayiti b'maatzar sturvav haroshet shmoat zdonit. היה מטרסנטית של בעלי עניין שונים, אכשר בינם לבין האמת, אין כל קשר. בבוא העת שאוכל, אני אתייחס אליי לסירות. מעצרי בשרגור שמי לפרשת הרצח של הברנוער, ואומרו לי, למשפחתי, לחברי, נזק
3: קצוב. גנון, בן 49, שהיה גם מנהל הברנוער בעת הרצח, חשוד כי ביצע מעשס דומבה אחד החשודים בעת שהיה קטין, ובשיבוש החקירה. מיכאל קרקוטש, מפקד נאצי בכיר ביחידה הכפופה ל-SS, חי עד היום במינסות הארצות הברית وهو בן 94, כחולה מתחקיר של סוכנות הידיעות AP. על פי התחקיר קרקוטש שיקר לרשויות ההגירה בארצות הברית מיד אינתו מלחמת העולם השנייה והצליח לקבל אזרחות אמריקנית הנה אפרים זורוף צייד נצים מנהל מכון ויזנטל. בארצות
5: הברית. בארצות הברית יש I am a fake. 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 I am a fake.
3: פוטין מתייצב שוב לצידו של אסד. מדבר כתבנו יונתן רול.
4: יורי אושקוב, יועצו של נשיא רוסיה למדיניות חוץ, אומר שהמידע שהעבירה ארצות הברית לרוסיה על שימוש בנשקים אינו משכנע. כמו כן אמר שהסיוע
1: הצבאי שתספק וושינגטון למורדים יפגע במאמצים לכנס ועידת שלום בין המשטר לבין האופוזיציה, עם זאת ציין שמוסקבה עדיין לא שלחה את מערכות ה-S300 לאסד.
3: ובינתיים בריטניה הודיעה כי אינה פוסלת אפשרות של הטלת סגר אווירי על סוריה. זאת נוכח של הנהגת המורדים למערב להפסיק את הפעילות האווירית של צבא אסד. שר חינוך, שי פירון שוחרר מבית החולים ביילינסון לאחר שהובהל לשם אמש הישר ממטוס ראש הממשלה בנתבג אם מפולין, מיפולין בשל כאבים כאבים בחזה פירון אמר אם לביתו כי הוא מרגיש טוב כך מסרע כתבתנו יערה ברק מדד המחירים לצרכן מפורסם כעת. עם הפרטים כתבתנו יונה לייצון.
5: המדד בחודש מי
1: עלה בעשירית האחוז בין העליות הבולטות, פירות טריים, ב-6% ו-2%. הסיגריות בשלמח infected עשירות. סעיף one בהחזקה דירה ב-9% ירידות נרשמו בירקות הטריים ב-4% ו-4% ומחיר התחבורה והתקשורת ירד גם כן באחוז
3: מזג האוויר נאה ללא שינוי ניכר, ולסיום, הטלטלה הצהובה נמשכת. בבוקר שאחרי איבוד האליפות של מכבי תל אביב כדורסל דיבוחים דיווחים כהמנהל גור שלף פוטר, ובמקומו ימוני כוכב העבר הקרואטי, ניקולה ווייצ'יץ'. אמש הפסיד המכבי התואר למכבי חיפה, שזו האליפות הראשונה בתולדותיה. אלה החדשות שעורך אילי לבין. à
1: ce vu va Na szom na szom na szom ay na Shamrock,
2: the
6: Thank
1: So be a
2: penny.
1: I don't know what's in I'll be far, and I'll be moving. I'm going to be happy 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 to Yeah, uh-huh. voh kho sish ka
2: khav
1: kho la le bu do siru kho voh kho le kere Oh, as my sight mar no,
0: Thanks to Norman Laster. Amazing, the Shema program featuring who else but the one and only Cantor Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, with some of the incredible selections off of the Borchi album here at jm and the am Unbelievable. Friday morning on this Erev Shabbos, Parsha Chukas, with candle lighting at 8.09 on this Erev Shabbos. many synagogues begin earlier, make sure you know when things start where you are. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Happy graduation to all the grads out there. I know there are a lot of graduation kiddishes, if that's a word, happening this Shabbos. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Plenty more coming up, including, of course, the weekly update. Malcolm Holmline will join us. I want to thank Mayor Ferdig in advance. He heard from the grapevine that today, Gabriel Siegel and his classmates are celebrating their... uh massive presentation, the big presentation day they've been speaking about since the beginning of the school year uh, at Manhattan Day School. And uh, when he heard that it starts in the 9 o'clock hour, he said he would be in to take care of whatever needs to be done to wrap up JM&AM, and I thank him in advance for that. He'll join us later on. Here at JM in the AM. Yehuda Green is next. Keep it right where you got it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 FM and of course around the world in the web at jmtheam.org. <laughs>
6: For oh so long. Wow, what kind of effects you got there? <laughs> Where will we reach our city walls? Well, I raise up my eyes to the heavens above, dear Lord, we will never despair. Well, if I could only tell you just how beautiful it was, holy mountain with the light of all ages. Stone walls dance a flaming sets of blazing evening skies As if the heavens came down a great rejoicing Well, if I could only tell you just how beautiful it is Like a mountain of, of all ages Stone walls dance a flaming sets of blazing evening skies As if the heavens came down a great rejoicing Open up my mind. Let me in Open up all your gates to Rochelie in Let me in Open up my mama Open up my mama Taking a walk through our ancient city streets To see what could be found there well, the righteous of old contemplating his name drawing light from his eyes the bow. well if i could only tell you just how awesome it was like an orchard of trees and sweet fruits where well, the word of holiness was heard all around and the song of his unity abounds well if i could only tell you just how awesome it was like an orchard of trees and sweet fruits Word of holiness was heard all around and the song of his unity abound and wall. Spill a tear for how much you didn't know. Take a moment to dream of that ancient holy place where God's temple will soon stand once more. Well, if I could only tell you just how wondrous it was at the home that God calls His very own, where all men take refuge from east west, far and wide, everywhere, you'll be there. If I could only tell you just how wondrous it was at the home that God calls their own, where all men take refuge from east, west, far and wide, they with them you be.
4: to go
0: Selection that Lipa and uh, Ohad and A.B. Rottenberg all did a few years back at the OL concert. It is called Open Your Heart. Uh, before that, Chaim David from a JM in the AM live performance uh, from 2010. Uh, called Pishuli. Before that, Shragi Gestetner with Oda Hashem, and Yehuda Green had Nishmas to open up that set here at JM. In the AM, quarter before 8 o'clock, it's Friday on this 14th of June. Happy birthday, Mark Zamek. Mark is celebrating a birthday. Anybody who sees him today, you say, Happy birthday, Mark Zamek. He is the music director of JMNAM.org. So if you love the Arab Shabbos music stream or any of our other streams uh, all through the week, you make sure to uh, thank him and wish him a happy birthday. Erev Shabbos, Parshas Chukas, with candle lighting time at 8.09 on this Erev Shabbos. Sunday is Father's Day. Mazal Tov to all the dads and a Mazal Tov to all the grads. I know there are a lot of graduation kiddishes if that's a word, that are taking place this week. Got to thank Mayor Fertig. He heard that um, Gavriel Siegel has a massive second grade presentation and celebration going on at Manhattan Day School uh, in the 9 o'clock hour this morning, so he insisted that I head out uh, at some point in the 8 o'clock hour, and he'll be in to wrap up JM in the AM live and in person, and I thank him very, very much, and to the entire second grade of Manhattan Day School Mazaltov. Hope to see you guys a little later on. 54 degrees, showers, and a high temperature of 73. Looks like decent weather for tomorrow and for Father's Day after yet another day where we'll probably get some rain. As we've been uh, getting over the last few days, it's been a rainy June. The um, uh, our, our thank you goes out to JewishWorldReview.com, who continue to enthusiastically recommend to their readers our the org stream, and of course, JM the AM on a daily basis. If you're looking for hundreds or thousands of articles about what's going on in this world of ours, check out JewishWorldReview.com. You will be impressed, and you will be impressed just how much they continue to encourage people to listen to us, and we thank them for that. Malcolm Holine is executive vice chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Joins us for the weekly update here on a Friday morning, Mr. Honline, Welcome back to JM in the AM.
5: Thank you. I too have a celebration this morning when Shandy Dworkin, my granddaughter, gets her sitter, and last night a Freimstein who graduated, and uh, so. Many
0: simplists in the world. Unbelievable Mazaltov to you, double Mazaltov. And it's amazing just how many graduates there are out there and how we could look back uh, during this June season at the last year and see the accomplishments of the future generations. Malcolm, you and I emphasize this all the time. All right. Let Thank us you continue. Yourself.
5: I graduated earlier this week in Baltimore.
0: There you go. Unbelievable.
5: We're doing our part.
0: You certainly are. And as we all and we talk about this all the time. Let's continue to encourage our youth to accomplish more, to continue to grow more, and hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, will all become leaders in our community. Um, so it, it's it's almost a weekly joke at this point, not that there's anything funny about it, of course, but it it seems that there's always a report confirming, some country confirming, that in fact Syria is using chemical weapons against the rebels. Now the United States has confirmed in reports that we saw yesterday that chemical weapons has have been used, and a lot of scary stuff about this. Let's start with the U.S. reaction, will there in fact be uh, arms and weapons sent from the United States to the rebels in Syria?
5: Uh, I believe there will be. The question is, who are you going to send it to? Uh, To the pre-Syrian army? To rebel groups? Who's going to end up using these weapons? What will the nature of the weapons be? What about, uh, I don't believe we will send troops on the ground. I don't believe that a no-fly zone will, will take place. I think it's too much of a challenge to the Russians, who have said that they will not allow it. Uh, I think if Putin meets more opposition, he will, he will be less uh, uh, strong in his uh, position, but he certainly believes now that he has gained by his position and his reputation, the fact that all these world leaders are coming to see him and he can just uh, thumb his nose at them the fact that uh, they have billions of dollars in contracts in Syria that uh, you know he has demonstrated that he stands by his friends in opposition to to the west so the decision now first of all we have to get clarification about where the the weapons uh, were used uh, who used them there are still some who say that uh, that it was um, That they were used by air. Other people say it was the rebels who used them. I
0: mean, I read definitive numbers that people were reporting of how many people were affected and how many times it was used.
5: Right, but it didn't say who, who, who released the chemical Mm. weapons. And that's something that we have to know. The president in his statement, uh, is saying that there's clear evidence that it was used. I don't think there's any dispute and perhaps 150 people, uh, were killed. But we, we've seen the general escalation, um, with the Syrian gunships, for instance, firing in the first time in many years on a town, Arsal, on the Lebanese border, which wounded one person. Uh, but it's the first time an attack on an urban center in Lebanon has taken place. The United States condemned it, others did, but um, the, the uh, and it led to demonstrations inside Lebanon, and, and Hezbollah cracked down on a huge demonstration outside the Iranian embassy in Beirut. It was, it was a very brutal uh, crackdown so the escalation and part of the concern is that you have the manifestations in the whole region with Turkey now preoccupied their role in support of the opposition has been uh, greatly diminished with the things like the austrians pulling out of the un forces in in the in the golan the observer force which is uh, in danger today and now they're desperately trying to get new recruits from scandinavia the russians offered but that wasn't taken.
0: But Turkey still supports a no-fly zone and tries to, you know...
5: So absolutely wants it, to, is right. pressing for it. Um, you see Assad's language towards Israel has escalated, talking about opening up the border with Gaza, talking about right. other things. Israel, meantime, has treated 30 severe cases in, in Israeli hospitals and set up a field hospital on the border, but the uh, the attempts and the, the fighting had moved much closer in, on the Golan, uh, and the Uh, infrastructure inside the country that they're finding. The number killed, as was reported this week, at over 90,000 confirmed, and another 30,000 still being investigated. So uh, when I said uh, that I thought that 100,000 people had died and some people challenged the number, uh, I think it's proven to to be valid. Also, you have, by the way, the Russians continuing to talk about providing weapons, but the S-300, the defense system, has not been shipped. Uh, the debate between Israel and Russia is that Israel says it has a 90 mile range. The Russians, the Russians say 90 miles. The Israelis say 125 mile, which would put that when these missiles would endanger all civilian and, and other uh, flights within Israel. So, and so it's not an insignificant difference as to, to uh, but uh, as to what what the range is. Putin by the way, also this week said that uh, warned the Iranians about threats against Israel. He did not threaten. He did not say anything about the
0: Syrian threat. Now, and the Iranian elections are taking place today. L- let me just uh, it, it, put this in historical, in, in modern historical or recent historical perspective for us. Is this, let's say, I don't know, since the mid '80s and the big changes in the former Soviet Union. Is this the most dramatic difference in foreign policy between Russia and the United States? Or you could cite so many other cases in the last two, three decades that we're not ready to panic yet.
5: Well, I do think this is a serious uh, difference because Russia has clearly drawn the line uh, that it is on the side with Syria, Iran, etc., even though it has a lot of fear and uh, concerns about Iran. The uh, fact that uh, Russia is now putting a permanent presence, as they announced, in the Mediterranean. This is the first deployment since uh, the days of the Soviet Union. Um, And some people said that, uh, you know, there's a saber rattling. Putin said it is not, and it wasn't meant as a threat, and that they cooperate with NATO against piracy. But the very fact that you have these ships coming there, it also raises the importance of the base in Tartus, the only base outside the former Soviet Union uh, that uh, Russia has and it's sending its its uh, these warships into the uh, sixteen warships and three uh, ship-based helicopters into the region. The, these are significant, but uh, the confrontation in Libya, while not as as big, was very serious because that really set the tone for this. This undermined the Russian trust with the West because they felt they were lied to about what was going to happen there. Uh, So I would say that there were a lot of issues, the the debate over the missiles, the confrontation between the West and and uh, Russia over the deployment of missiles in Poland and other countries in in Eastern Europe. Uh, This time it has the expression in terms of actual physical violence taking
0: place. Right. So you see this potentially, I mean, I know every situation can go in any direction, but you know, obviously, what I'm alluding to is that so many people are fearing world war, our fear, or, or
5: uh, this is not going to lead to a world war. This is not going to this. This is becoming a regional conflict. It's drawing more and more people. Thousands of foreigners are now fighting there, who will then go back to their countries eventually. But in the meantime, it's a training ground for jihadists. The, you see al-Qaeda and, uh, in the form of al-Nusra growing stronger and being perhaps the main rebel or single largest rebel group. There are a multiplicity of, of rebel groups. is not a unified uh, fighting force. We've seen Assad's troops move now, and I believe, as I said last week, that the fight in Aleppo will still come and will be a major battle. Right. Uh, and if he consolidates his hold on Damascus and Aleppo, he will stay in power as long as he holds them. Uh, uh, if there is a no-fly zone, that will give the rebels more of an advantage. But we have to look at the rebels and see who, who they are. Who do you see there? And I defy people always to tell us who it is, the pre-Syrian army. Is it really the, the body that can take on this, uh, this conflict right now? Is it who, and, who, and who will, in fact, dominate the pre-Syrian army? So it's, it's, uh, there are no good options right now. And the long, because we waited so long. The longer we wait, the worse the options will be. Not even in terms of who we can give the aid to.
0: Is Bill Clinton responsible for the Washington reaction, the pressure that he put publicly on President Obama to get more involved? Would you say he's responsible?
5: I wouldn't say he's responsible alone. I think this is the direction they were moving. They were waiting for evidence. Some people, you know, in the media, are describing it as a diversion from all of the problems in Washington. Uh, I think that this had been in the works. Uh, The the question about whether chemical weapons have been used, I think, was resolved earlier. The question of attributing uh, specific responsibility,
0: I'm not sure it has yet been been solved. Right. Obama sees Putin next week at the G8 summit, correct? Right. Uh, And that personal encounter, you think, will uh, rev things up, or it will be very cordial and proceed as usual? Probably
5: cordial. I think uh, in the private there will have to be some really strong... Uh, language used, and and Putin will continue to take advantage as long as he meets no resistance. I mean, that's how Russia works. And as I pointed out and why I mentioned before, some of the um, uh, benefits that he's accrued from this, uh, that Syria is being painted in the Russian media as a victim of U.S. bullying. They did a, a 12-minute segment showing the United States as allied with al-Qaeda and, and it's trying to spread chaos in the Middle East to Russia, and ultimately to China. And the people buy it. The people are prepared to accept these conspiracy uh, theories. And, you know, there's still a long residue of of resentment coming from earlier years. And that's in addition to the economic and other uh, reasons. So unless Putin really meets tough resistance and believes that there's going to be a unified front, then he will continue in the in the direction he's been headed.
0: What percentage do you think will vote today in of potential voters in Iran?
5: I think it will not be so high because they recognize there's not not going to be any difference. And uh, I, I sometimes look at these media reports as if this election could go one way or the other between the the principalists and the and the um, uh, uh, the non principalists, or they have other terms that they use. Um, to, to describe those who are uh, more traditional, tied to Khomeini and those who are less tied to Khamenei. That's the only difference uh, uh, between them. You, there was a study done, and it showed that many of the top aides of Khamenei, many of the people who run the real government, uh, all share the obsession with the return of the Mahdi, mm. the apocalyptic beliefs, right. the, the uh, sometimes irrational views as, as uh, they are described. So... You look at the candidates, there's nobody who's good. The question is who's a little less bad or who's, you know, puts on a better front saying that we have to put on that Ahmadinejad's presidency cost us in foreign standing, that they would help rectify it. But nobody says they're going to stop the program. And all of these guys were involved in the program right. uh, in, in one way or another. And you see the the, the escalation of the, the threats and the uh, actions that they, they're taking, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of staff the u.s said this week that this is a threat to u.s national security and it's important that he, he, he said it jalili who is still the front runner and the guy that i've said all along i think will will has the support of Khomeini and will win uh you know he, he he has said terrible things he talks about destroying israel and putin in fact reacted to that and said it's unacceptable when you threaten uh israel's existence and we've you know we're seeing the escalation of the Uh, of sanctions, and even South Korea uh, joining. In the meantime, they're moving ahead, and and, uh, I think Steinitz, Minister Steinitz spoke about the fact that they have almost 200 kilos of 20% enriched uh, uranium, which means that they're very close to that red line that Netanyahu drew at the the United Nations, and the escalation of of Iran's role in uh, Syria, that if, in fact, Assad survives, Iran
0: will be the big victor. Right. Um, In terms of its regional role, the uh, it sounds like we we have no need to even discuss the Iranian election next week. You've basically done the post-election analysis. <laughs>
5: well, it will be interesting to see two things: one, the turnout as you as you mentioned, and where it is; two, what will there be the kind of demonstrations? The Iranians have been working for months to prevent any kind of manifestation like the what was called the Green Revolution. And if,
0: would that uh, happen as early as today already?
5: Yes, that would have to be today tomorrow. Um, the the they they trained thousands of people. They sent these Basiji, who are very vicious militias, into Russia to train in crowd quote crowd control. You know what that means?
0: Riot police. No, <laughs> and, uh, that's that's probably
5: what it they, means. They riot would, police they yeah. drive on motorcycles and they right. would people with chains and they and they they kill. They're very uh, extreme.
0: I'm sure the media will be allowed in to take all the photographs.
5: I, the, and this year, no media because last time, if you remember, there were pictures of demonstrations. There won't be. And they they're all over the country, you know, to make sure that it's not just in Tehran, but that you may see some small manifestation, just so it looks like they allowed a a voice to be heard. But the people are frustrated. There's nobody who takes this election as uh, unless they back a particular candidate because they're related and stand to benefit maybe. But you don't see the any difference between the candidates that somebody really offers an alternative.
0: America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, org. Malcolm Honeline on our telephone. It's the weekly update here at JM in the AM. I always get, I mean not always, but often we, and last week was a good example. There are certain things in the news and people encourage me all week to ask you about it. They're curious about your opinion this week. We got the following from a lot of listeners, and that is, in your opinion, is Edward Snowden a, a hero or a villain?
5: He's not a hero. We can't have people who turn against their country. Um, you know, the, they did it with the, the WikiLeaks guy. They try to paint him initially as a hero. They're not heroes when they uh, conduct themselves in this way. If he wanted, if he had a legitimate issue, there were ways that he could have handled this uh, differently. Uh, there are people who think maybe he's a defector, maybe other things that time will tell. But I think it's a mistake for to, to glorify people like him and to, to what he exposes and what he, he tells. Uh, you know, also jeopardize the ability of the U.S. To, to fight terrorism.
0: And when you say alternate means to bring this to light, I mean, could you give me an example? How yes, he...
5: he could have gone to the Senate committees with the information. Believe me, there are a lot of senators and congressmen who have been ready to take on this issue.
0: And he would still be considered somebody who's uh, you know who's exhibiting treasonous behavior, no? Oh,
5: but you're not giving foreign powers uh, like China, uh, and supposedly they're still meeting with him and, and debriefing him about the challenges to of activities in, related to China or other countries.
0: And in general, I mean, we spoke about this a drop last week. In general, this whole NSA thing, as we think about the uh, freedom issues, uh, um, uh, what America has stood for for over 200 years, and just protecting our basic rights, and knowing that the government could be anywhere. I know last week you said only you know cursory details about each email and different things are exposed, but has this you know a week later changed your opinion at all?
5: Well, I think that uh, there's there's two things that people uh, are are questioning and and it undermines trust in the government if they had before, and that is that you know the confluence of all of these scandals breaking at one time, whether it's Benghazi or the IRS, IRS, yeah. which I think has very deep roots with people, right. uh, and now this. So people's trust. Look, I believe that you have to give government leeway in days like this, times like this, to to do extraordinary things to prevent terrorism because terrorism is an asymmetric war they don't fight by rules they're not fighting out in the open it's it's uh, you know fighting hidden enemies who who use all sorts of means and uh, therefore uh, and and we and because of the advance in in communications electronic systems etc they can bypass traditional ways of of uh, capturing uh, spies or people engaged in terrorist activities and Uh, If you look in Israel, they they use these methods, too. They prevented, as the Prime Minister said yesterday, five terrorist attacks and 30 kidnappings. Just, I think this year,
0: yeah, I know, and, and we, we've spoken about this before. But the, the the social libertarian in me, if there is such a thing in the Orthodox Jewish world, you know, always wonders about this whole nine eleven thing. And meaning that every time that there's a breach in someone's privacy, it seems like if you mention nine eleven or mention terrorism, okay, it, it makes the whole thing kosher.
5: I think that's valid. I share that concern, honestly, uh, and I think um, you know that there has to be a balance and, and controls in the. That's why you need to you have the systems of checks and balances. But it seems that some things have run amok and, and that people have fallen down on the responsibility. It shouldn't take weeks to know. people. This, all, all this information and these activities that we, we read about and hear about, I mean, there has to be some way, and, and he, he supposedly has much more information that, that they can or will put out.
0: We spoke about this yesterday with uh, Stephen Miller live in Israel formula one racing yesterday and today in jerusalem so okay we won't talk about the reaction of local residents we all know what the reaction is i go nuts if a movie's being filmed in my neighborhood and i can't move a block or two um but what do you think he described it. he was a spokesperson for the mayor of jerusalem at one time he described it as a tremendous boon for jerusalem and for the world image of israel you agree or not
5: it is a boon i mean anything that shows normality that shows israel um Uh, offering all the opportunities for people who have interests in in different areas uh, the marathon other things it has to be done with sensitivity it has to be done taking into account all of the considerations whether it's environmental or safety or or sensitivities uh, of people and in Jerusalem the holy city things have to be done the right way but I don't think that that necessarily applies to, to formula one racing which is internationally not necessarily in Burl park or, or muncie you know big sports but right. but they get <laughs> around the world it has it, it has hundreds of millions of followers
0: did you plan your trip to israel for this week just to avoid the mess in jerusalem today i certainly would have <laughs> If you would have known about it in advance, huh? <laughs> the PA is not happy with the Sharansky compromise at the Cote de la Maraville at the Western Wall. Do you think this is going to bring that entire project to a massive standstill?
5: Well, it seems that uh, it, so far it, it, it hasn't gone very far. And, uh, you know, they think the events last week being handled uh, more discreetly helped calm things down. Right. Right.
0: Um, that's true. We should point that out, by the way. Very good point, because we, were, you, and I, and everybody else was worried about what would happen last week, right? So thank God it ended up being uh, a lot calmer. Uh, but with uh, the PA objection, forget about that. In terms of on the on the Jewish Israeli side, with the PA objection, there's no hope for it moving forward, right? <laughs> well,
5: PA objects to everything these
0: days, right? So you, you know, know they have
5: a new prime minister. And
0: by the way, this de facto East Jerusalem housing uh, stoppage. Uh, the housing freeze, at least the, you know, what, what's being portrayed as one. No one has any real evidence that the Prime Minister is behaving in a specific way. But is, is it in fact all the, you know, PA negotiations with Kerry coming in, in and out of Jerusalem constantly over the last few months that's causing it?
5: Well, he postponed the trip this time. We had said he was, he was going for his fifth trip in four months. Uh, and not only because he was diverted to, to this on the Syrian issue and the talks supposedly to take place in Geneva, though I can't see what will come out of him. Um, uh, just as I don't see any prospect that his mission with the with the PA right now, if you look at at uh, what they've said and what they've done over the last uh, days, they talk about their worsening financial situation. yet they have turned down four billion dollars that he offered. and they claim they now have four point two billion dollars in debt, both internal and external. Uh, and they told uh, Kerry that uh, Secretary Kerry, who offered it as an incentive and inducement over time to, to come to the talks, and mm-hmm. Tony Blair was working on the arrangements. And they said, "Listen, we don't want your bribes. We don't want. We're not prepared to make any concessions. And in fact, we see them escalating." Jabril Rajoub, a longtime um, a longtime Palestinian advocate and member of the Fatah Central Committee, uh, said very clearly all of Israel's occupied territory all of Israel so that there's no disputing what uh, what they mean and what the intent is we see the the weakening position that internally of uh, of the PA and uh, seeing Palestinians all over you know in Syria they burnt uh, aid from the Hezbollah so you're having uh, there's an escalating uh, concern amongst the Palestinians in Syria in Lebanon in uh, in Gaza where they, they Closing these Christian schools this week, and the um, and the PA has absolutely no say whatsoever there. And Abbas goes about his business as if nothing is is happening. Is um, makes declarations and talks about boycotts and and BDS and and other moves. By the way, one other thing I just have to mention in this regard: in Egypt. You know, in the past, we talked about the horseman without a horse. If you, if you remember what the Egyptians prepared during Ramadan, a TV series, and then the Syrians did one about baking matzah with blood and right. you know, these graphic scenes. And because people during Ramadan sit and watch television at home because they're fasting, and then, then when they eat at night, the families come together and they have television on. So they watch these programs uh, very widely and repeatedly. And it's not just in Egypt this year which produced a show called Kaibar. Kaibar was a city where, in 629, Muhammad uh, conquered the city and the Jewish community that lived there. And some say it was the largest Jewish community at the time. Uh, certainly, it was the it was the only the major Jewish community in the Arabian Peninsula when Jews could still live there, and. And it, 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 the Quran writes it, and people say that it's an evidence where he says that you can do certain things, and then you know, fake it in order to to dissuade your enemy, and then conquer them and achieve your your end. But they have produced this Ramadan series called Kaibar, which depicts Jews in the most horrific ways. It's just pure anti-Semitism. People have seen it, and uh, you know, with whatever changes people think and when they profess. You know, that they're not anti-Semitic and they're not this and they're not that. We see that the continuing diet of incitement uh, there and in the PA, where they continue to honor martyrs, where they continue to, to uh, pay tribute to those who killed Jews.
0: And uh, no surprise there. And in terms of the Christians, because uh, you just alluded to it, uh, do you meet with Christian leaders in Judea and Samaria? I mean, do you ever have encounters with them and, and hear the... Uh, uh, the abuse and pain that they suffer at the hands of uh, the PA?
5: Well, I meet Christian leaders from throughout the Middle East and uh, hear what they're suffering, uh, whether it's in Indonesia or Nigeria or Lebanon or Syria or Iraq or in Iran uh, and um, in the PA territories and cities like Bethlehem uh, where which is, has a small Christian population left, certainly in Gaza where they, they flee and Many want to come to, to Israel, and even Christians living under the PA who have moved into Jerusalem because they want their kids to go to Israeli schools and who want to be sure that if uh, a peace of agreement is ever reached, they want to be on
0: the Israeli side, not the Palestinians. Yeah, that's something that we should be briefing uh, Secretary of State Kerry about. But I guess he knows about it already, right?
5: I guess he's heard.
0: I would hope so. Finally, and uh, Mayor Furtig is standing by, and I thank him. He's going to be taking over here. Um, give me your impressions, comment, overview... Of Israeli companies being sold for billions of dollars.
5: Well, you're referring to ways being the last to, to be sold for uh, over a billion dollars. and right. Others that are reported there are now uh, 800 uh, startups just in the Tel Aviv area, and Israel has the largest number of st- startups per capita, and second only to the U.S. on the on Nasdaq. And uh, every week I see. These companies coming with the most amazing technology, the most amazing developments. Young people who are developing, and because of the army's programs, which encourages and, and is a sort of incubator itself. Uh, I would just hope that the the jobs would stay in Israel. That even if they sell right. the R and D, even if not, sometimes the manufacturing, but that too, wherever possible, because it, it, you know Israel can't just be the incubator that produces the idea, and then there's no long-term benefit from the fact that uh, hopefully some of the money will stay in Israel from all these guys who are getting paid off on their investments. <laughs>
0: which I think is- and rumors continue that other companies are going to be... Uh, as- Hello? Oh, I don't think that was us. I think that was on Malcolm's end. I don't think that was us at all. I didn't press anything. Holy cow. Um... Maybe we'll try to get him back for a minute just to wish him a good Shabbos. Well, there you have it, folks, our weekly update on this Friday morning. And um, every single Friday, you can uh, check out our weekly update right here at JM and the AM, 740 in the morning. And let's see if we can reconnect with Malcolm for a moment. And... Yeah, I, I I don't know what happened. I think it was on your end, but we didn't want to leave without wishing you a wonderful Shabbos. I, I,
5: there was a zap, and then we were gone.
0: I didn't know. Holy cow, I'll tell you. It was, I thought it was something I said. <laughs> Not at all. We will reconvene next week. Have a wonderful Shabbos, and thank you. Have a good Shabbos. Malcolm Holmline is Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, joins us for the weekly update Fridays here at JM in the AM. Mayor Fertig, when he heard that Gavriel Siegel needs his father up at the big second grade end-of-year presentation and celebration. He said, I will be here to take over and make sure you're there in the 9 o'clock hour at Manhattan Day School. So I thank Mayor Fertig in advance. I wish everybody a wonderful Shabbos. Uh, Mayor will introduce her by unit, of course, in the next couple of minutes and then wrap things up at 9 o'clock this morning and brief everybody about what's happening all day long at JMNAM. Org. More coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and around the world on the web at jmdm.org. <laughs>
4: divashab asur laami dishesyamin tasme laghte ho deye mashwi leylay kha shabastay saste I was <laughs> sure, Lomim. We show in the micro ecoidesh. Shem shabos <laughs> and yoim shabos noidesh. How can colis be in oikadej? Auste lehem yif to simimim. Yoim zem chubomikoyomim. I was sure, بای شا و سوروی لامیم نخواه مشمنیم چیسته ایمم تاکیم کی که هاییت نخواه بایده بایگیم بگه لیل بایش لخم خوکیم با سار به داگیم یا این زم خوبانی ای که یامیم کی بای شا ای یا این زم خوبانی ای که یامیم این بای شا و سور رو دامیم تشتفت کل بای خاطب سبا تا بو بی بیرخت و استشه به که خوا بای عشق افتا ای بی بیرخت خوا میکالامیم یا این زمی خوبا میکا یامیم این بای شا و سور رو یا این زمی خوبا میکا وای شوق و می عاشقا می صبر کی وای دای به و خفت و ای روپی خالای کی هواتور به علای سمی یا این زنه می وای یا می
7: JM in the AM mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Nachum, for this uh, opportunity to visit with you for a couple of minutes, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock on this Arab Shabbos, Parshas Chukas, candlelighting time, 8.09 It's the 6th of Thomas, the 14th of June. My name is Mayor Furtick, filling in for a few minutes for Nachum as he heads off to Manhattan Day School in the second grade presentation. Uh, involving the one and only Gavri Siegel and his classmates. Anyway, at this time, each and every Erev Shabbos we bring to you, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlaw, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin.
8: Good morning, good Erev Shabbos. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Chukas. Parshas Chukas contains three mitzvos, and they focus on the opening part of the Parsha, namely that of the Para Aduma, the red heifer, which is the classic Chok, Chok being a law without a reason that we can understand, which is specifically employed to purify Those individuals who have become Ritually impure Who have become Tomei By virtue of the fact that they have been Under the same roof as A deceased, a dead body Or they have touched a dead body So such a person Requires the purification Of the Para Aduma The three mitzvos in this parsha Deal with this mitzvah There is much more In this parsha, immediately thereafter we're told of the passing of Miriam and the fact that at that time there was no water for the people and the next thing we have is the famous incident of Memariva. Moshe and Aaron, instead of speaking to the rock, they hit the rock and they are... Not to lead Bnei Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael. You have, as well, in this week's parsha, the passing of Aaron, and it is this that I'd like to speak about. The Torah tells us that when Aaron died, Vayiru Kola the entire. Assembly saw, Kikova Aharon, that Aharon had died, they mourned for Aharon literally 30 days. Call base Yisrael, the entire house of Israel. And Rashi tells us why does the Torah use that expression here. Call base Yisrael, the entire house of Israel, which it does not use in conjunction with the passing of Moshe. And with the passing of Miriam as well. Why only by Aaron? Says Rashi Ho'anashim Ve'hanashim. The men and the women mourned for Aaron. Lefish Ho'ya Aaron Rodev Shalom. Aaron literally was a pursuer of peace, pursued peace. Umatil Ava Bein Bale Mariva. Aaron literally brought and restored Love and friendship between those individuals who were quarreling, obeying ish Ishto, as well as between husband and wife. And Rashi refers you to Avos de Ravnasan chapter 12, whereby we're taught the famous procedure that Aaron, who knew when two people were quarreling one with another, he would tell the white lie. He would go over to the first one and say, oh, I have to tell you that the one with whom you're arguing feels so bad just doesn't know how exactly to come back and tell you so, etc. but really wants to restore the friendship, misses you, etc. And he would go and tell the same quote, white lie, to the other one, and so the two of them would come to each other and And please God, there would be the restoration of friendship between them. And therefore, our own personifies, as we are taught in the first. Perik, of Avos, we are to be among the students and disciples of Aaron, we are to emulate his ways, we are to be an Oev Shalom, not just a lover of peace, but a Rodev Shalom, a pursuer of peace. And, interestingly, in his third volume of Vaharivna, Rav Yisog Zilbishtin Shlita has the following interesting question. If, unfortunately, there is a situation whereby two individuals are stubborn and persist in retaining their machlokas, their quarrel between them, and neighbors and friends have attempted to resolve and bring peace between them and each of these persons who are quarreling says stop, don't get involved, I don't want to make peace with that individual what are the friends and those that care to do, are they to listen and quote back off or are they to attempt even though each one is protesting leave us alone I don't want to restore friendship what are they to do the concerned community about them and rev Zilberstein interestingly quotes from the Teferis Yisrael and his commentary on the Mishnah in the first Perekh first Mishnah in Peya, more familiar to us because after we recite Birkas Torah every day we say, A, hey, the Pasuk of Yevarekha and then we quote the Mishnah from Peya and then we quote after that the Gemara in Shabbos Kufchab Zayan Zayin alev. and there, Elu dvarim, these are the precepts for which a person enjoys the fruit in this world, but the principal reward is remains intact for him in the world to come and the Mishnah then goes on to list Kibar Av literally, honoring a parent and the second one on the list is Gemilus Chasodim acts of kindness and then the Mishnah concludes as we know B'havos Shalom bein adam L'chavero literally, the bringing back of peace between man and his fellow. The question that the Tiferes Yisrael asks is, wait a minute, is not Hava HaShalom, is not the bringing of peace between individuals under the rubric and category of Gimilas Hasadim? Why is there a separate listing? After all, Gimilas Hasadim, The doing of kind deeds has many different subcategories underneath it. There are those which a person can do literally with his body such as prika and teina which is literally helping to load the animal unload the animal the doing hashavas aveda restoring and returning a lost object giving a person a loan as well as in this case here using your mind and intelligence and good counsel to literally bring people back together. If so, why is there a separate listing for Hava Shalom? It's already included. It is a Gemilas Chesed. And says that Tiferes Yisrael, precisely for our situation, namely, that even in a situation where both sides don't want to have Shalom, still you should try, and that's why he's Medayek. He looks carefully at the language of the Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't say, that we are to shalom literally to respond to the request and to do and to make peace but rather hava shalom bring peace you are to find the ways literally if need be from Rahok, trying from left field in all different ways to try to bring peace among individuals so this is a exceedingly important point, and unfortunately I'm afraid to say this, but most everyone listening unfortunately knows people lo'aleinu, sometimes parents and children, sometimes siblings, but individuals who unfortunately are machzik b'machlokes, literally they retain the quarrel and the argument and refuse to make shalom. We are to try to do just that. But I have to tell you that one has to be very careful. True, after you have tried initially and both sides refuse, I think that one should consult with either a rav or a mental health professional for guidance as to how to persist after your initial attempt. Because sometimes a person can make matters worse even though their intentions are pure. But this is a very important lesson that the Torah is teaching us, call base Yisrael, that we are to try to emulate our own and to best of our ability to try to restore and bring peace among individuals. And that's why, interestingly, we find the following, that regarding makhlukes there are many people whose natural inclination and their instinct is to stay away mishnit arayin I'm not getting involved and sometimes by your refraining you're only keeping it going and therefore there are times when even a little intervention on your part could be very effective. And the truth of the matter is, listen carefully, we conclude every Kaddish with Oseh Shalom Bim romav. He HaKadosh Baruch who makes peace, literally on high, Who May He please orchestrate peace among us. Now what is the peace that Hashem makes on high? You could say that after all Shomayim, as Rashi tells us is a contraction of what's up there in heavens, esh emayim, literally, fire and water. So he who makes peace between the fire and water, which we can't necessarily understand and appreciate, he should please God, bring peace down to us. But I think we can understand Oseh Shalom Bim is as follows, that Hashem, is actually modeling for us. Why? Because he brings peace between Din and Rachamim, between literally the strict letter of the law and rachamim, which is compassion and mercy, which very often have to be blended between the two. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem which is Midas HaRachamim, and elokim, which is Midas Hadin, Hashem Echad, He is one. And we have to emulate as the 611th Mitzvah tells us, so we too have to understand that a person sometimes can be very right Al Pidin, from the letter of the law, you are right. But as he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, brings Shalom about by a fusion of Din and Rachamim, you too need to take this approach of infusing Din with Rachamim the very important lesson that emerges from Parshas Chukas is the incredible responsibility we have of Shalom and I'm going to tell you a fascinating point which is mentioned in Maseches Kala in Perek Shalom, that when Aaron HaKohen died there were 80,000 children named Aaron that mourned for him and the rabbis explain what was happening over here, and that is because there were couples who had marital issues even in the desert. And after Shalom was restored, the child that was born, they named Aaron. Now, wait a second. Eighty thousand children. What does that mean? That Aaron was busy all the time as a marriage counselor and our rabbis tell us no not literally did he have to counsel but he was that role model he was that personification of Shalom people saw him people saw the way he acted the way he acted towards others the way he acted towards his wife Elisheva this was a very important point and therefore as a result people emulated him and in his honor they named their children in His honor. Finally, the Beis HaMikdash was to bring Shalom into this world. The Gemara tells us in Brachos Yud Beis that when the Mishmar say the watch, that was leaving on Shabbos, how did they greet from the previous week how did they greet the Kohanim that were entering into the base of migdash they greeted them by saying me shishkin b'bayis hazeh, the one who literally caused his name to reside in this house Meaning in the base of Huyashkin, Be he should cause to dwell among you, Ava, the Achva, the vi Shalom vireyus, love, brotherhood, peace and friendship. This is the ideal. It's not always easy, but this is something that we are to bakesh Shalom, Vi and pursue it. and I pray that we all learn this very important lesson of our own of being the ohev shalom and rodev shalom shabbat shalom to all
7: the Miami Boys Choir. J.M. and the AM, it's an erev Shabbos, Parshas Chukas. And uh, my name is Mayor Fertig, filling in for Nachum Siegel for these last 18 minutes of this morning's edition of J.M. and the AM, this week's programming on on J.M. and the AM. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Before uh, before Anabakoach, of course, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin. Thank you, Rabbi Yudin, with the, for the Torah portion of the week. It's Friday morning. It's the 14th of June, the 6th of Tamuz and candlelighting time for the Seraph Shabbos Parshish Kukas 809. This Sunday, Father's Day, and this Sunday, so many more graduations. It's hard to believe um, It's hard to believe how many young people, as Nacha mentioned earlier, are graduating, moving on to the next phase of their lives. It's very exciting. Of course, it happens every year, but when you have yourself have an eighth grader graduating, <laughs> Baruch Hashem. You, uh, you start to think about it. It's amazing. I see on Facebook and uh, how many of my friends have 8th graders. Even more amazing, how many of my contemporaries have children graduating high school, Baruch Hashem. Which is just, uh, it's really remarkable. So uh, Mazel Tov to uh, our own graduate, to David Ferdig, who is graduating with his friends and his classmates this Sunday morning. Bezras Hashem at, uh, from RTMA from the uh, Riftites Masifta Academy at the JEC in Elizabeth. And uh, mazal to them and to everybody, to every family and every graduate. And uh, just uh, enjoy the day and maybe be the beginning of uh, even bigger and better things to come. Coming up at 9 o'clock on the live stream, Table for Two with Naomi Nachman. Guest this week, Daniel Gordon who is hosting uh, this coming week's uh, stunt show, the Thursday night edition of the Thursday night program on the Nachum Siegel Network. Daniel will explain how the men's cook-off competition, which is being taped this Sunday evening, will be played out. He'll be joined by Pitmaster, and award-winning chef, Ari White, who will give us a rundown on how the Long Island Barbecue Competition went. Uh, he took first place in the brisket division, you'll be glad to know. And he'll also let us know where his pop-up barbecue restaurant will be this Sunday. That's, by the way, on Table for Two uh, with Naomi Nachman uh, this uh, this morning at 9 o'clock on the Nachum Siegel Network on the live stream at jmandtheam.org. Um, I should point out to you, uh, we, uh, are excited to welcome Manishevitz as, uh, among those being involved in, uh, helping us to pull off the, uh, cook-off competition, um, that is coming up on the stunt show. So our thanks to Manishevitz for getting involved in that. Also, another event of, in a much different vein for this Sunday that we want to tell you about, um, Yeshiva University's Herov David Lifshitz Zechel Avracha. The 20th Yard Site Commemoration will be 9 a.m. Sunday morning. In the official Beit Midrash on the YU's on YU's Wolf Campus in Washington Heights, our own Rabbi Yudin will be among the speakers. Other speakers from among uh, Rev. Lifshitz's former Talmidim, included by Moshe Weinberger. This is happening again at nine o'clock at the Harry Fischel Beit Midrash at Zisman Hall at uh, 2540 Amsterdam Avenue in Manhattan. Collation at nine o'clock, followed by the program at nine thirty. And uh, again, that is marking the 20th yard site of Rav David Lifshitz, Zecher Tzaddik Levracha. And uh, if you are among his former Talmidim or uh, for other reasons, you will be sure to not want to miss that. It is 8.45 on an uh, Erev Shabbos. And let's continue with some music from P. Shnayim, Shalom Jacobson, Aryeh Perlman with Curry Bone.
4: With my life.
7: Yitzie Spinner with Shalom Aleichem. And uh, I actually heard Yitzie uh, perform with his band at a, at a wedding a couple of weeks ago at uh, Ellie and uh, Timmy Leibowitz's wedding. And I have to say, he was great. Night, a different sound from a lot of the other bands out there, but really tight, really spare, really. It was beautiful. Nice job by Yitzie Spinner. And that's from his album, You and I. Before that, Kari Bone from P. Schneim, Shalom Jacobs, and. Arie Perlman and Bakoach from the Miami Boys Choir before that uh, on an Erev Shabbos here at JAM in the AM Friday, June 14th, 2013 the 6th of Tammuz Erev Shabbos Parshas Chukas Candlelighting Erev Shabbos Parshas Chukas easy for me to say Candlelighting time this uh, afternoon 8.09 this evening I should say in the New York area of course it could be different in your community so you'll be want, want to be sure to check that out this Sunday is Father's Day Happy uh Happy day to all those fathers out there. And um, it uh, it's time now. It is time to say Good Shabbos with Journeys at your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Nachum is off uh, for this uh, half hour, this last half hour or 40 minutes of the show, enjoying the uh, production at the Manhattan Day School, the second grade. My name is Mayor Fertig, and uh, together it's time to say Good Shabbos. Tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard and listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in Rockland County at ninety one point nine FM, and around the world on JM and the AM.org. And it is time, we're done. I'm not sure if we didn't just have a technical problem, so to our Internet listeners, if for some reason you didn't hear it's time to say good Shabbos, uh, my apologies. I knew there was something going on, but there was no time to fix it. But uh, you're here in the end of the show, hopefully. Uh, Nahum uh, will be back Monday morning, God willing. No, that's not what we wanted. That's not good. It is time. I don't know what happened with that, but my apologies for the technical problem. You see, he, he leaves for a half hour, and the whole thing just, just goes up. Anyway, hopefully Nahum is enjoying uh, the uh, second grade production of Manhattan Day School, and uh, hopefully you have enjoyed the last 40 minutes or so, the last 45 minutes of JM and the AM, even though, even though it didn't end quite perfectly. Um, coming up on the live stream... In just a couple of moments, table for two with Naomi Nachman. Guest this week, Daniel Gordon, host of the Stunt Show, explaining how the men's cook-off competition is going to work, as well as Pitmaster and award-winning chef Ari White. who will have a rundown on the Long Island barbecue competition that he took first place in in the brisket division. And let us know where his pop-up barbecue restaurant will be this Sunday. And our thanks to Manischewitz for uh, helping out with the Stunt Show cook-off. So Naomi Nachman next on JamTheAm.org. I'm Mayor Fertig. Have a great Shabbos, everybody.